The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Welcome to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? Not bad. I'm finally thawed out. Yeah, that was that's great because you guys got all that. It went way it went north of us. It went north of Lake Erie is what it is. So we got a little bit of rain as it passed by. Oh really? Sometimes I forget you're um geographically, you're technically a little bit farther north than I am. Oh yeah, I guess so. so. Since we're both kind of real close to the northern border of the U.S., it's it sounds weird. <laughs> hey, all right, I know. I, I hate being that far north. That's why you left. Oh wait, wait. that's right. Not north anymore. Well, we know why you moved to Florida because you've always been an old man. Hey, that's where all the old men go. Hey, I resemble that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of resembling, check out the homepage WookieRadio.net. Our affiliates, such as Bitty Boomers, use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase. Uh, Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase. And apparently they had a great showing uh, this past weekend at a comic convention in Nashville. Cool. So congrats to them on that. Uh, Red Flag Workshop, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase best way to deal with your patch addiction or in my case my remove before flight addiction key rings but uh and we're still running the contest use code smuggler3 for your purchase show us on instagram or on twitter and i have a wookie radio exclusive you will not be able to get this from red flag workshop but they are made by red flag workshop for us it's an exclusive remove before flight wookie radio key ring and remove before flight is in Arabish on 
both sides with Wookie Radio Colors. Pictures, if you want to see it, are on Instagram and on Twitter. So I'm waiting for the first two people to claim it. So if you claim, if you if you're the first one on Instagram, no, you cannot. I won't let you claim on Twitter. If you claim on Twitter, no, I won't let you claim on Instagram. So one, I want to give two away to two different people, not one to this, not two to the same person. But we'll have more made in the future. If you ever catch us at conventions or whatnot, find us. And, We'll give it to you there too. Is that I'll have them loaded up on the carabiner, the carabiner attached to my backpack and go, Oh, you want one of these? Cool. Here you go. <laughs> Show me you have subscribed to the show. Be cheesy little stuff like that. So, um, and then as you heard in the, in all our pre-show goodness, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase at toink.com, T-O-Y-N-K.com. You too can get your pick of the week, such as Derek, you have it this week. Well, <laughs> One thing, um, one thing I am in my collecting is uh, I, I'm a fan of odd collectibles. A lot of times, I like things out of the ordinary. Sometimes, you know, when 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 you can find them, and I think this definitely qualifies. And uh, you know, it might be something I'd like for myself, but probably not. But I might get it for my wife <laughs> because it's. It is the Star Wars Wampa Leg Warmers Faux Fur Costume Accessory. Ooh. You don't have to say anything about it, Derek. We know you have them. It's cold up there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I he, mean, he has the black ones, and he's nicknamed him Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's very cool. I think I've seen them before, and I've almost been tempted to buy a, buy a set for Zoe <laughs> To wear as a dance class, where to her <laughs> dance classes as feet warm as foot warmers. They're kind of adorable. They're little furry leg warmers, white fur, obviously, with little wampa faces and horns on them. Yeah, I, I'm, Very s- cute. I'm so tempted to get those for her. So tempted. Um, speaking about collectibles and, and odd things, I picked up from um, GameStop Scorch and Fixer. Cool with the Rebel Commandos. It, they had quite a few revs, so I left rev alone. But they, they Wait, had, fixer is a um, rebel commando. Is it? The, it's not the same fixer from Tatooine, is it? No, uh, I don't think so. Because remember, fixer was one of Luke's buddies, also. No, 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 different fixer. I'm not trying to remember where I put it. Where did I put those suckers? No, not there. Maybe the, maybe I already put them up. Yeah, doing. I've, I've packed some stuff up so I could try and. Uh, get things set so when i reorganize I, I can then pull things back out but no i got scorch and fixer uh scorch was a no-brainer for me um because i have the old three and three quarter inch uh that came out in like mid 2000s and i don't know i may have a second one it's still carded but to have the two now i'm like you know this is the only fixer here it was I, I actually got a discount on it i don't know how but there was a discount so I got it. So I got fixer. Uh, so now I just got to find rev. I don't, I don't foresee a problem finding because the one GameStop I was at, they had quite a bit. Were, did, were they on the clearance rack? What's that? Were they on the clearance rack? No, but they were doing a thing, uh, 30% off select Star Wars. Okay. Cause every or, week or every other week they run a, the uh, 30% off of the sticker price on all clearance stuff. So whatever the clearance sticker is, you get another 30% off of that. I did do that when it came to Falcon, my Marvel retro three and three quarter inch Falcon. I got 30% off that. Um, And then I went to Ollie's and they had Pana Buddha. They had Dr. Evzion at mine, but they only had one MIG, big Mayfield. Yeah. In the, in the transport disguise. And I, and the only reason why I picked it up is because 
it's all the black series came the same way and it's a mistake it shows with a red band like a red band on his a red armor piece on his right arm and that wasn't mig that was din jarn's outfit that had that ah mig didn't so i have both migs in the three and three quarter from the vintage collection the the regular the regular arm and the red banded arm i I have those so i'm like no this would be cool to have this one as well plus it plus it's it's another armor piece unique armor piece similar to the hover tanks and whatnot and like i could just leave it like this and no one know it's mig so either way i don't care It, it, it was a unique tank driver Adat driver, Imperial driver unit look that I, that I grabbed since I'm kind of into the, into that as well. Cause I think if I did, uh, if I did any armor, this may be the armor I would potentially go with if I didn't do a uh, shore trooper. So, cause that armor could then, cause the chest piece could be modified for either Imperial officer and get the, the half helmet like General Veers or the others or get the full helmet and, and be a, a driver. So it's just me. Um, so yeah, that, that's my collectibles for the week. Mine's not, I don't have anything collectibles thing, but I do have, um, an update from a friend from this past weekend. Oh, um, when we had Molly Miller on here, yes, become such a big, uh, a, a larger character in the star Wars doing, um, Obi-Wan and Jawas and all these other things. Yep. Well, she actually did her first convention this weekend. Really? She was at the inland empire strikes back convention. I believe it's outside of LA somewhere. Outside um, signing autographs all weekend, she said it was amazing. I've 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 not got a chance to actually talk to her, but on her Instagram and Facebook and stuff, she had a blast doing it. And remember, we had told her how how different it's going to be doing stuff like that. Yeah, I actually have a couple signed pictures from her uh, from when she was on the Jawas from Mandalorian. Ah, yeah. Wait, how did you get those? I don't even have anything like that. I'm I friends am. with her. I asked. I actually know her. I actually know her. <laughs> I, I asked. Not even. Well, I think I even showed her too that I, because of her, I bought the Black Series off World Java. Yeah, I, I think she kind of half believed us when we told her this. Like, it's a totally different thing. You can actually, for the rest of your life, just work conventions every weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could. Oh, we we also went to Cast Connection, uh, which is the the Disney Cast Store here, mm-hmm. and they had the the Astromech. Um, event calendars marked down like 30 bucks. Nice. So I picked up one, one. So I have parts for, uh, for when I do my one display shelf with all the droids, like I have, uh, I'm trying to find more Jawas and I can make a whole Jawa astromech junkyard type vignette. Um, but it had pieces that I wanted in it and I just had to find a body and I sacrificed another droid, which is okay because it, it was worth it. Well, at Christmas time, we put out, you know, the, the holiday astromechs. Um, just like we do at Halloween, um, like Derek got Fang this last year, uh, the R7 Fang. Yeah. Uh, you got the snowman one too from this year, didn't you? No, I didn't. I was gonna, but I didn't get it. But I got the, I have a bunch of the previous holiday ones for Christmas as well. And I have, I think almost all the, the R series, um, Halloween ones. Well, because of, you know, Zoe, the droid that represents her is, um, Ahsoka's astromech from Clone Wars. I have it, and we put that out for to represent her. Um, for me, I've done R two D two only because I haven't found the right parts yet to actually make my astromech that I made from from Galaxy's Edge R five zero LD Oldie. I haven't found stuff to make him yet. 
the right the right pieces. Um, so I right now I'm using R2, but I may do something different in the future. But Melissa's a big Winnie the Pooh fan. I think you remember that, Derek, when y'all were here. Yep. So I made her. Yeah. It's R4P00H. <laughs> it's it's Pooh. Is she is she gonna go see the new Winnie the Pooh movie that just came out? Probably not. <laughs> I'm afraid to see that one, but but it's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, when 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 I got that when I was opening up these pieces when I got the advent calendar, I'm like, oh, I see Melissa's droid big time. Is with this one that from the advent calendar, it comes with a gold body or that yellowish tone body. I'm like, oh, okay, but I see, I I see Melissa's astromech that I want to make for so I was able to get the calendar cheap and discount and and uh yeah. so I made made her astromech nice it look I think it looks great if it, it fits the essence so at Christmas time that'll be I mean right now I have it sitting on my monitor stand at my computer so keep it here um and as soon as yeah she's seen it she loves it um but at Christmas time it'll, it'll move over with the with the little family group of the family representation of droids. I'm going to end up redoing one and not, not using uh, R2 because I debated throwing a uh, SK over there since I was on the star cruiser for a bit. But I'm like, no, I don't want to do that either. Um, somewhere I've got some, like I have sitting on my mix cast. It's an R5 unit from star tours. And it was originally red, but I, I painted it up or changed all the red to the black and then added some more black. And he lives on my, on my mix cast and that's R five, uh, MC four is his call sign. The one, the other one, other cool one, cool droids. This is the gonk droid that came in that astromech advent calendar. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. He lives over on my, my hard drive, my external hard drive just sits on top. So yeah, having fun with all that. Yeah. It was, it was cool getting that. And now I've got all these spare parts. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with them now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It just doesn't matter. Um, speaking of collectibles and whatnot, uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandomania. Uh, this is week three, week four. I don't remember. Okay, we'll just call it the latest week, shall we? Um, Look, Mando, from, Mandomania from StarWars.com uh, comes the story. Uh, number one, the Paz Vizsla one six scale mini bus by Gentle Giant. This looks great if I had the money and space for it. Yeah, yeah. Gentle Giant does some great stuff. I, I still lean more towards Kota Bayuka because uh, I really love their droid stuff. And um, and, and they've got some other pieces I want to get. But Gentle Giant's got some stuff I would love to grab, too. Yeah, the, some of the major differences, though, a lot of Gentle Giants is straight statues where Kota Bukia is actually just really high-end action figures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gentle yeah. Giant actually is almost like... Um, a less expensive sideshow. Uh, Not by much, but for, a little bit. Well, for sideshow. Actually, I think, doesn't sideshow own um, General Giant? No, sideshow owns Diamond Select. Oh, okay. Which also owns Hot Toys. Yeah. So, um, you know, I haven't seen a lot about uh, Celebration exclusives coming from some of the big companies. Well, we still got a month till Celebration, so. Yeah, uh, less Close. than a month. Less than a month. About three weeks out. Um, also up reveals up for pre-order. This is one I want to get vintage collection Cad Bane. Well, was up for pre-order. I guarantee it's sold out by now. Hang on. Let me look. It's pretty cool though. It looks gorgeous. This is, this is what, this is one I, I want to get. 
vintage collection. And I'm not getting two. I'll, I'll just get the one. and It's going to be an opener. As of right now, you can still pre-order it. $17. It's not yep. bad. Sixteen nine hundred. Yeah. That's not bad. But yeah, I, w- I would love to get this one. It, it doesn't ship till next year, though, right? Or this fall? Um, estimated ship date subject to change, which means twenty twenty nine. What's it saying for? <laughs> what's it saying for ship date? It doesn't. It says estimated ship date subject to change. Items may ship earlier or later to anticipated notice. So yeah, collected when it sh- when it's ready to ship. So either late fall or early or early spring the next year. Yeah, which. Fine. We talked about this last week. It's great these are coming out. Why didn't these come out closer to the series? Because Hasbro can't figure out how to do it yet. But they did it all with with Obi-Wan, which is confusing. Obi-Wan, they had the stuff out within, still within the series being out. Because they don't care. They know people are still going to buy it. Pretty much. Yeah, but it's frustrating. Because all the Book of Boba Fett stuff, even the retro figures, are coming out later this year. And it's almost like Two years after the show came out, or a year and a half after the show came out. Don't get me wrong. The retro figures, I'm still going to be purchasing. This figure, I still probably get. See? They got you. <laughs> well, I also have Hondo, which is from the more, from the, uh, that they vintage figure that they did from, uh, to tie in with Galaxy's Edge. So, to me, it's, I'm going to have the two of them at my cantina having a drink. Uh, <laughs> don't know what, whose drink got poisoned, but oh well. Um, number three, Grogu Cufflinks by Cufflinks. They say this is the For way those on them. Of you who still use cufflinks. I don't, but it's okay. I, <laughs> this one's for pre order, and I want to say I have the original, so I uh, may get this one to go with it. It's the Mandalorian N1 Starfighter Microfighter by Lego. <laughs> I, I I would consider getting this one because I I've got I I think I've got the first one. If not, I could get the first one easy. And then it makes me think: Do I go back and get the Razor Crest Microfighter as well? Yeah, but I was looking at this. It's I don't know. It's all it need. They should have. I know. I understand. It's tiny, right? But it's like almost like it's too bulky or too fat. Uh, I know. It doesn't, looks like it should have been thin or more or something. Yeah, should have been streamlined a little bit more myself, but. It's also probably the stylized design of what these are. Yeah. I don't really love the micro fighters. Although ships. Yeah. Certain ones better in this though. I have both of the Falcons. Oh, okay. Correction. I have two of the three Falcons. Third one's just a redo, but instead of the missiles, they put stud launchers on it. Uh, and that's the one with Han Solo, but I've got the Han, I've got the Chewy. Uh, and the difference is the, the radar dish. Uh, I have the U-Wing, which is really cool. Zoe has um, the Y-Wing from Rise of Skywalker with Zeri, which looks nice. Uh, the Adat, I love. That That thing's pretty cool as a microfighter. Um, now I have both X-Wings, uh, Rise of Skywalker, or the um, sequel trilogy and original trilogy. Then we also have an Imperial Star Destroyer, which the Star Destroyer and the Falcon actually look pretty decent. I have the Star Destroyer. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it, it looks like, okay, for a microfighter, it looks like an oversized go-kart or something you would see in Mario Kart or something like that, <laughs> which, which, which is cool. And I was kind of hoping Lego would, would have done an actual microfighter game, be it for the Wii or PC, where you race these things. I think that was a, a concept they were talking about doing because they're, they, they were starting to do it with Marvel, Marvel and DC as well. And it just Star Wars is the only one that kept it going. So, um, and then finally, this is the way stud set by girls crew. Uh, 
adorable chain in ear cuff look, along with the iconic dark saber and N1 Starfighter in ear ring, ear ring form. So, okay. Those are kind of cool. They're all right. And then uh, comicbook.com talked about how they've got, they got some sort of Hasbro Mandomania mailer. And inside of it was a dark saber force effects elite lightsaber. A black series Bokatan helmet, a black series Mando figure and Dark Trooper figure, vintage collection Navarro Cantina playset. Well, if they're sending those out, that means they didn't sell many. Uh, vintage collection has Bizla figure, and then for the little ones, Dark Saber lightsaber for or Dark Saber lightsaber forge. Lightsaber, Lightsaber Forge, Ahsoka Tano Saber, Lightsaber Squad, The Mandalorian, Boba Fett Electronic Mask. It's only a half mask, hmm. uh, I think. Uh, Mandalorian Electronic Mask, Wild Raiden, Grogu, Galactic Action, Mandalorian and Grogu figures, and the Bounty Collection. So I am looking through their pictures. See, I would love to get the, the Cantina. But before I get the Cantina, I mean, this Cantina would be cool to get. But I, I also want to get another Tantive 4 hallway for display stuff. But I also want to get some stuff from Cardboard Galaxy. He's got some great stuff there. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, the Boba Fett and Mandalorian electronic masks, they're, they're the half masks, like Boy Stranger masks, is what I'm guessing. So, but that's it for collectibles. And then sad news. Star Wars, Labyrinth, Harry Potter, actor, and I think he's done much, much more. Uh, Paul Grant passed away uh, this past weekend. So... I mean, let me look him up, see if who it was. <laughs> uh, he was in Return of the Jedi. Uh, I saw... Oh, okay. So he, he was at least an Ewok. Uh, he was also a stunt double in Legend, Labyrinth, and Willow. <laughs> so, um, so let's let's talk a little uh, Mandalorian and uh, Bad Batch. So we're not going to talk this week's because we're not all caught up on that, um, but we are going to talk the previous two weeks. So... Um, for right now, because I don't, I don't have J7 programmed yet. Fellas, it's time for this week's drinking game of Smuggler's Drops. Four rounds of hot dikes and cold drinks. You ready? Like I said, I don't have them. We're actually going to be calling this uh, Mission Recaps from now on, but I thought he was programmed. I, I had our, our drywall friends working on it, but apparently it didn't happen. I may have to con- contact hey. some Ugnaughts. If you look at the, uh, if you've watched the episodes of Mando that we're talking about, you'll realize that Jawas may not be uh, that reliable. They'll program, re- reprogram him, but then they'll sell you the parts they took off of him back. Yeah, there's that too. So, uh, where do we begin? Anyone? <clears throat> I'm trying to remember which, where did the first of the episodes start at? Um, last week was... Uh, last week was uh, Coruscant. Was that Coruscant? Yes. Cause I didn't know. It's like, so when did Coruscant, um, when did the new Republic take over Coruscant? Cause by the time you get to right after empire, I say, um, or not after empire, after, uh, after the fall of the second death star. Okay. Because sometime, um, between now or that and episode seven, they it moved moves. Off of Coruscant. correct. So I didn't know if they had ever actually, um, been on Coruscant as the actual capital. Well, you would, you, I would guess that, they would have to, uh, you know, they'd have to clean out the empire from Coruscant, so they might spend a little time there <clears throat> in the beginning. But, uh, but that was last week's episode. Mm-hmm. So, trying to figure out, 
I, I'm trying to remember. It's been three weeks. It, well, technically, it's been three weeks. I'm trying to remember what was the episode before. Give me a minute. I'll get there. Is it the one with the? Uh, no, the episode before is where that they the go to Mandalore, the mines. Yeah. Yes. Um, the surprise BC underwater. Yes. How cool was it to see an actual mythosaur? And know that everybody's going to think um, Bogotan is crazy. Yeah, but the the mythosaur is a lot bigger than I expected it to be, based yeah. on what we've seen skull wise all around. Say, like, wait, it's that big? Okay, I can deal with this. I really like this. So, uh, what what were y'all's thoughts about that episode? I kind of thought it was kind of it was cool that um, Grogu's learning how to pilot the ship and stuff at the very beginning of the um, episode. Yeah, I mean it, that. And, uh, well, this was the same episode that we got R five D four. Yes. And the whole thing with the Jawas um, stealing parts and Pelimoto selling them back to the clients that they got stolen <laughs> off of. Yes. <laughs> so hey, it looks like a little more than date Jawas. Hey, she goes in business with them. That's fine. It's okay. Why not? I, I, I can deal right. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, it was definitely cool seeing uh, R5-D4 in this and, and seeing just maybe his malfunction in A New Hope wasn't truly a malfunction. Yeah. As we see that he's a little bit of a, of a chicken when it comes to things. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe he was a chicken then. No, he was, he was a droid. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, he was a droid until R2 broke him. I'm still thinking um, that. So a possibility. Yeah. Possible. It is possible. <laughs> Deputy dog. <clears throat> um, hey, what? Um, this didn't bother me much, but my friend and co-host on Keepers of the Fringe, Chris, he seemed to not like the fact that uh, Mando had to be rescued twice in that episode. Well, the cool thing is when he's getting rescued, it's um, you get to actually see what. For anybody who hasn't seen the Clone Wars Rebels. You get to see why everybody's all excited about um, Bo-Katan. Yeah. Also, I mean, like, when when Mando walked into the water, he was so focused on what he, he was doing. It just shows, you know, that he's he's all in on this. He's still all in on his mythology and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and watch that last step. It's kind of a doozy. Uh, a little bit. But, um, you know, he, he just actually just dropped out of scene. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if um, it was the Imperial bombardment that knocked out the end of that. Like the, originally that pool was nowhere near that deep. That, that was a possibility. The indication that I got. Cause he's walking down the steps and all of a sudden just boom, he's gone. Right. Which I don't think is how it was supposed to, how it originally was. No. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it was the, but it but it makes you wonder partially from the imperial bombardment bombardment, but it but it makes you wonder too because if Bo had been in the had actually been in those waters since the bombardment because she tried to warn Mando about that last step before he punched. I don't remember. I don't either. Maybe I'm delusional. Well, yeah, but you may still be right. <laughs> you may be right. You may be true. crazy. Well, another one is uh, before we even get to that part in that episode. Did anybody else get Land of the Lost vibes from the creatures on? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sleep sack looking or whatever those things were. Yeah, 
Either that or um, the time machine. Yeah. More time, more time machine than I did Land of the Lost. Yeah. Vicky, Vicky was telling me they look like a time machine to her. Oh, those were those were awesome. Thing mm. was that you that almost had a general grievous feel to it. Uh, um, in a way, was, yeah. yes and no. That's not the one that jumped in my head. I've heard that um been talked about, but I could can't remember exactly what it is that that reminds me of. It's just like the eyeball looking around. It's creepy, but there's something else I've seen that remind that that reminds me of it. Yeah, me too. I can't think of what it is. It's a Doctor Who reference from way back or something. I don't know. Mm, well, it it almost it, reminds me. For me, it almost reminded me of like the old horror films. The the evil scientist looking through mm-hmm. either big giant magnifying glass yeah. or um. It could. It's kind of similar to the inside of a Dalek in a way, but yeah, isn't uh, wasn't there a creature similar? In uh the night in the the nineteen eighties Flash Gordon, I don't think so. That's on my rewatch list. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, me too. I want to say that there may be something similar because it almost no. felt like it was a nod to to Flash Gordon, you know, to that Flash Gordon, like a modern modern nod to the modern Flash Gordon. I mean, this season almost every episode's got um, things that are like homages to something in yeah. it. By a fantasy or something. Lo- so that's going to be a throwback to something. Loving I almost, it. I was waiting for some little itty bitty creature to climb out of that thing. It, like it was piloting it. Kind of like, yeah. uh, remember, um, what was it? Colonel yeah. or General Gascon from um, Clone Wars? Yes. Yeah. The only thing smaller than Babu Frick. Yeah. Mieber Gascon. Yeah. Well, they keep giving Grogu these little itty bitty creatures this year. So I was thinking that might be the little creature for this season, for this episode. It could be, um, but no, I love the whole spider droid that how that creature, you know, it's not necessarily a droid. It's probably more of a cyborg. It's definitely a cyborg. Um, but, but I mean, he, he's I controlling a know more about it. I want to yeah. I want to know its backstory. I want to know what it is, where it comes from, how it got there. Yeah. Be curious to know what's going on. But then we get to the um, the long drop that we found. And realized that, you know what, if, if he would have actually just wore his gear in there, he would have been fine. Because his jetpack would have brought him back up to the surface. Yeah. <laughs> All this other stuff. His helmet, he can seal his helmet, we discovered. Yeah. which was I crazy. kind of assumed that anyway. I did too, but it's, it's nice to actually have the actual confirmation on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's cool how... I guess how it happens that I guess there's a bladder around the opening that seals up, helps mm-hmm. seals everything up. Yeah, something. Something. Yeah. 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 So, um, then last week's episode involves the doctor. Yes. Dr. Pershing is has returned. Yes. And I don't remember her name, but the, um, other Imperial officer lady that was working with, um, from off Gideon. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised on that one. It, I wasn't because they showed her in the, uh, previously on <laughs> yeah that's the thing with those previously ons it's like <laughs> you're basically just telling us who you were going to see in this episode pretty much yeah. they used to do that on, a, on um, game of thrones as well they'd like show somebody like from four you know four seasons previous and you're like why are they showing them and then you're like oh there oh, they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, mean, I understand that way anybody can step in and say oh okay that's where that character came from 
Yeah. See, I, I had that. Um, I watched NCIS Los Angeles in this week's episode. They showed something from like beginning of the season. I'm like, what in the world's going on here? And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So now it all ties in. Yeah. <laughs> They're bringing this storyline back mm-hmm. for a continuation. Interesting. The, that episode was a little weird. Like, I like, I like, I like the doctor's storyline and everything, but I don't, I don't like the way they just, I don't like the way they did it. I don't think like if they had maybe been going back and forth between him and Mando, it might've been better. I think this is actually has more of a feel of like what they did with the, um, the Mando episodes of Boba Fett. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly. Where like, here, let's put this story on pause and watch this one for a minute. Then we'll go back to the original story. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, is there the potential of a spinoff from this? There's always potential for spinoffs. Or or could he be, in, or could this all be tied into Skeleton Crew? That's possible, but I think it's actually that, I think um, I'm seeing more of the tie-ins with um, where Bad Batch is going. Uh-huh. I'm thinking uh-huh. Bad Batch by the end of the season is going to reference something that ends up showing up here in Mandalorian. Uh-huh. And, and we already know, or already get the vibe. That with Bad Batch, which we'll talk more in a couple minutes or in a little bit, um, is pitching the Emperor's clones. I'm wondering to me uh, with Pershing, I'm getting the vibe of Snoke. Well, that is the Emperor's clone. Yeah, but I'm talking with Bad Batch. I'm talking more Emperor's clones, like what we see with uh, Force Unleashed. See, I'm thinking and the, and the uh, true in the true Palpatine clone, not the Snoke. Clone. I don't think they ever were able to get. If you watch Star Wars storyline, because obviously Snoke was, they were trying to make a clone of the Emperor. So I'm thinking they never were successful in actually cloning the Emperor. But we, they, Snoke yeah. was the best they ever got. Yeah, but that's what something we got. Something in his DNA have, or something in the Metachlorians or something keeps messing up the mix. Yeah, but we got a clone of the Emperor in Rise of Skywalker. I know, but that was the final version of it. So that's why Bad Batch. I don't think we're going to get the um, the actual real clone. No, I don't think they're no. even going to try to clone the Emperor during Rise during um, Bad Batch. It's going to have something to do with the current clones because the way they're building that in the um, clone rights and all that type of thing. Yeah, I think the Tantus storyline is going. It looks like it's going more in the direction of clone rights because they keep experimenting on clones there. Right, and since in the doctors in there consider the clones just property. Yeah, but let's see on Mandalorian for a minute, and then we'll get to that. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, now there were, there was one scene that we, we saw like a little kid running around, I think when they're in the main, um, courtyard area towards yeah. the top of the mountain. Yeah. When they're eating their, um, glowing ice cream cones yeah. or, uh, ice cream bars. Come to find out that kid is actually the son of the actor who plays, uh, Dr. Pershing. Yeah. I saw that. That was cool. That was so sweet. But I, I, I loved how, you know, they're doing this little thing in, in the main park or courtyard. Um, it's like, yeah, this is the, the tallest mountain peak. That kind of blew my mind a little. Of just how how much Coruscant has built up off the yeah, planet. We all we all know what Coruscant is, but to actually have like a reference like that, here's the top of the tallest mountain. And you're like, well, in the old in the old EU, it wasn't just like this is the the top of that mountain is the only piece of land you can see of Coruscant. There was actually like a park or something like that yeah. that they um, set aside, saying that boom, this is the only natural land down Coruscant. Mm. 
a figure if i mean we we had a a video game and then we also they touch on it in clone wars of level 1313 yeah and there were still more beyond that right so just how tall is this freaking mountain well you gotta think the um the city itself is kilometers deep sometimes yeah, but, but still, I mean, this this mountain seems. Well, I mean, if it's like you know a Mount Mount Everest type mountain or something. Yeah, that's that's still huge. Yeah, for for Absolutely. that much buildup. One of my favorite descriptions of like the underbelly of Coruscant stuff was actually it's from Legends now, but the um, Young Jedi Knights books. Yeah, that I've referenced a couple times. When they've talked about that, they they talk some of the backstory of Jason and Jaina growing up and meeting Zach and stuff, and um, going to some of the lowest levels of Coruscant, where it's basically like a wild jungle of um, tech and stuff. Yeah, it's some of the most dangerous places you can go. It's kind of like the way they describe the forest floor of Kashyyyk back before the um, current timeline. Right, to where the Wookies and stuff live up in the trees because nobody. Um, no thing civilized lives on the planet's surface. It's too dangerous. Yeah, that's interesting too. Is like Coruscant and Kashyyyk are the complete opposites. But, but, but the yeah, world so similar. Built, similar. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the way the structure is it, built, it, it's very similar. You live in the clouds. I, but I loved how um, the officer is like, yeah, go ahead, touch it. You can touch it. And as mm-hmm. soon as he goes to touch, the droid shows up. Please step back. Like, all right. This was cool. It's kind of interesting the way they did this was um, these guys are in basically a rehab program for ex Imperials. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And they're given all this freedom. They're told they can do all this different stuff, but they're still referenced by their reference number only. Yeah. Yeah. No one uses their actual name. Yeah, I found that quite interesting. Which is a very Imperial thing. I mean, think of all the, um, not the officers, but all the enlisted soldiers and the stormtroopers and clone troopers. Are all referenced by their reference number, not by their or their serial number, not by their actual, not by names. And, mm-hmm. and I love to the droid off and on. Yeah. Um, asking psychologist how or psychologist droid. Yeah, asking each yeah, day. Yeah. No, how how was how was your day? You still trust your you still trust the others in the program? Yeah, no, just okay. just ask, it's like you know, just get out of this. I'm just gonna keep going, no matter how I actually feel. Yes, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> also, it was interesting to see. Um, one, I thought the difference of the Senate chamber between the Imperial Republic Senate and the new Republic Senate was awesome because it's actually the new Republic Senate is actually just seats all the way up. Yeah. It's it's like all all the pods have have disappeared. Yeah. But then you is crazy because after he makes his presentation to the Senate, you see that really, I don't care who's in charge. The people in the Senate are the same. Mm-hmm. The senators there, the rich senators that are sitting there, they're living on a Coruscant, have not changed at all, no matter who's actually in charge. Because it's the exact same people that we saw in the Imperial Senate and in the um, Old Republic Senate. Just worried about where they're at, what's happening in front of them right here, and whatever's happening out in the rest of the galaxy, who cares? Mm-hmm. As long as I can keep um, my place of power where I'm at. Right. So that that was the, the one of the cool takeaways of this episode was seeing how it doesn't matter the people in charge stay in charge no matter how they do it right and which is another reason why when especially when you read the books and stuff you get a little more of it but why you have see eventually Leia ends up leaving the government she's like I can't do this 
because it's a cyclical thing. He, she's done this. She, she's seen it happen. She saw the Republic Senate. She saw the Imperial Senate. Now she sees the new Republic government. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has to get out and try to do something out of her on her own. And that's where she builds the resistance. Yep. Part of it could also say that she can't get out of the war, but. <laughs> well, who's to say the resistance wasn't used as a, uh, as like an additional support to the Republic to the new Republic, but not, but not be heavily into the political drama. Yeah. Well, of, if of the government. The books and stuff, it goes into some of that and how, um, you know, once, once a uh, terrorist, always a terrorist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in the, in the books and stuff, they talk a lot about, um, how after about halfway between the return of the Jedi and, um, or a little bit past halfway from the return to, um, force awakens, there's a huge push in the Republic Senate or the New Republic Senate to actually disband the military. Period. Right. Even though they have rumors and stuff of the of these other people still have fleets out there that are waiting to see what's going on, or the and there's remnants of the Empire running around. The, there was rumors of what would become the New Republic or the First Order. Right. But these senators were all about. Um, I had run on a platform that we're going to get rid of the military, so we have to do that no matter what. That's one of the things that drove her out was saying, wait a minute, we know this is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. But that's why guys like Akbar and some of the um, higher ranking officials from the old military are working with her in the resistance. And it it goes back to that, the concept that we we have in our universe history, if if not, if if ignored, history will repeat itself. Mm -hmm. And when it does, it repeats itself worse. Right. So, I mean, it's what you got. Um, but no, I, I really, and then the end of last week's episode, um, you, you have Mando and Bo-Katan show back up at the hidden... Um, the culvert. culvert. Convert. Culvert. Yes. Thank you. Um, basically saying, I have been to the mines. Everything's fine. Bo-Katan has rescued him from the, from the waters. Here's the no, waters. Wait, wait, wait. That's not the way they did, because you remember, he would he came back that he had done the bathing and had done it right and is OK. And then um, when he does mention that she saved him, it's like, oh, she was in the waters. Has she have you taken off your helmet? No. Then you're redeemed also. She's like, I'm a what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what now? I mean, even, 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 I mean, the name of the episode last week, I believe, was called Convert. Culvert. Culvert. That was Convert. Like someone being converted. Uh, uh, give me a minute. I'm on StarWars.com anyway, so mine's a Mandalore. But oh, going back to the doctor, find no, the- it is the convert. That's what. It is. Yeah, the convert refer that pretty much refers to her switching back to the Children of the Watch type deal. But it could also be Pershing too, because remember she yeah. convinces him. Uh, the the officer whose name I can't remember convinces him to go to the Imperial shipyards. Junkyard, boneyards to get the cloning stuff when he comes, and then they get caught, and then he's about to get brainwashed mm-hmm. or memory washed. Yeah, I'm wondering how She's far back has she been working with intelligence? Was she actually uh, um, a spy in the in Gideon's ranks? Mm-hmm. Could she- or did she switch after he was um, taken or after he was taken prisoner? That's a good question. So, what was she a Republic spy in in Gideon's group? Yeah. Or, or did she turn coat afterwards? Good. That's a, that's a good thought. That's a really good thought. I think if you look at the other references in it towards the end when she's talking after he's been caught, I think she turned after Gideon. Quite possible. But it's an interesting idea. 
It is. I, I hope I hope it gets addressed a little bit more. So uh, let's get into um, I batch. See, see if we could just hit highlight points that that we enjoyed from the Bad Batch. Um, last week's episode, well, one, we see the, uh, we're, we're seeing more of the, the effects of them wanting to lean away from, from Sid more and how it's going to yeah. be causing more, more problems. Yeah. Last week's episode, they actually do walk away from Sid. Kinda. Kinda. They're just conveniently not answering her calls. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. Which... I didn't. Th- at the beginning of this season, I heard um, you can see the rumors of people talking about how um, they see that Sid is actually going to possibly turn them over to the Empire. I see that. Because at that point, I was like, I don't know the, the way they're working with Sid. But then it, now, at this point, I'm saying, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a good chance that Sid may actually be vindictive enough to you know what you don't want to work with me. Fine. Right. Or she gets caught doing something and that's her out. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm I'm digging how um, Wanda Sykes' character, yeah, Fee, Fee, yeah, uh, just how how genuine she is and how concerned she is for for the crew and more right for now. Omega. But then I would say right now, but then it's like you look at what we saw last week with the um, that world, which I don't know if we've even got a name for that world yet. But the world where she lives is like, wait a minute, she is actually different. Because originally, she comes off as basically just another Sid. Yeah. She's one of Sid's friends because they both do the same stuff. Yeah, right. But you see the planet at the um, on the last episode with the families and everything else there. And she's actually doing things to help with the family and the way it works. That she may actually be different than Sid. Mm-hmm. She may actually be the pirate with a card of gold. Yeah, just, because- just the pirate. Just because she's friends with Sid doesn't mean they're the same. Yeah, I mean, she's an archaeologist. She's a she's a treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, previous example we've seen has been Doctor Afra with the comics. Similar character, except Afra's more evil side than Fee is. Fee seems to be more for good, and it seems like Fee's doing her stuff to help maintain what what this new what the society that her brother is a part of. Uh, you know, to help them thrive and grow and not have to reach out and, ex- and expose themselves and try and keep them a secret, secret uh, society. Yeah. But the one right before that, actually, two weeks ago was the um, the one on the frozen planet with Crosshair, wasn't it? Yes. 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 As well. That one um, very much had the vibes of, I mean, it was a different, a little different climate because it was so much colder, but um, that one had the vibes of the uh science base from rogue one where galen urso was working yeah yeah it was a similar situation just the the um, season was uh, much much colder <laughs> that was i like that was a good episode mm-hmm. I, I like that i also um found it interesting too that that it seems like that's the episode that's turning crosshair to the mindset of the rest of the bad batch yeah and may and and he's exposed. He, he's being exposed to to the reality of the empire, and that they're playing him like a pawn, and that they really don't care about him. And that as as soon as the stormtrooper pro, uh, protocols are are in place completely, he, he's going to be bumped out just as well. Yeah. Can I say one thing though? That um, StarWars.com needs to figure out what's going on because um, they they're like not 
doing any coverage of these episodes as they're coming out. No, they, they dropped the first half all at once. Right. Which they did at the halfway point. Yeah. And, um, in the coverage they're doing on, uh, on Mando, it's, it's almost the it's same like thing. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have episode guides. We don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, are they, are they feeling the Disney like pulling their budget too? No, I, I just, I don't want to say there's laziness, but it feels like there's laziness. Yeah. Something has changed at the top of starwars.com. I think. I mean, and we're, we're critiquing because we actually care. Yeah. This is why we're making the, these notations. We, we love these things. Not only do we use it as content fodder when we do our mission debriefs and it helps, helps us because we're, we're all old farts and it helps us re-trigger memories, but it's, it's still the, the trivia and everything else is so cool with it. And, and I love the images they grab for like, for the art or um, whatever for the live action. It's, it's all so cool. I, I just totally dig it all. And, and I like to be up to date with it. I don't, don't want, I'd rather have everything a week later and not have everything eight episodes in. Yeah. So that's just me. And I'm gathering, Ken, you're, you're feeling the same way. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to, especially I loved the um, trivia galleries and the behind the scenes stuff that they would put up there. Yeah. Which we're not getting at all. Yeah. We got some of it with um, the first half of the Bad Batch season. Yes. But uh, I think we ran into the same issue with, uh, with Andor. Well, no, Andor, we got things right almost right away. Obi-Wan, we I had the issue. Obi-Wan, we didn't get the stuff until after. But still, they were so good during Clone Wars. It, 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 I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, at, this, at this point in time. Uh, I, I guess at this point in time, it, it, it's above our pay grade to understand. And, and I'll be okay with that. So, so um, I batch. How do we feel about what's going on so far? It's definitely ramping up and the stories are starting to actually tie together a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still liking this week's episode or this season, Bad Batch. I'm, I am enjoying the season of Mandalorian as well. Um, e- even with the doctor seeing that, you know, we we saw you know when the new republic comes after Luke takes Grogu. I mean they're still wrapping up a little bit ties with Gideon and and I think it's a great thing with Pershing to touch more on on him. Um, me personally as a collector, I want to say they did a Pershing Black Series figure from the. Familiar. I think I've seen that. Yeah, I thought I did too. I know they did not do a vintage collection figure, but I wouldn't mind seeing the two different variants of Pershing vintage collection and the newer and the new version of Pershing black series. Cause I find it's an interesting character. And one of the things that I, I, they, they waited till now people waited till now to bring this up of, Oh, they, you know, Mandalorian has, has done a Lucas no, no and brought up Pershing's glasses. Um, hello. They let's talk Maz Kanata. Yeah. Uh, let's talk the fact that you're bringing up his glasses now. How come we didn't bring this up during season one yeah. or season two with every other time? Why do we have to wait till season three? Sorry, folks. If you want to get nitpicky on something like that, do it sooner. Don't do it when it's already been put out there for several other things in different formats. And who's to say glasses didn't exist back or doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe? Obviously, eyewear does. Yeah. Well, Technically, you were right. You were okay saying back then. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a long time ago. And, and then, if we want to add it even further, tech from Bad Batch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So come on. Anyway, um, final thoughts, guys. Mando is hitting on all cylinders. That's awesome. Yes. And Bad Batch is getting much better than the first half of the season. Like I said, they felt like totally standalone. That didn't matter for anything, but they're starting to actually all come together finally. And I'm very interested to see where it all, what it all leads to. Mm-hmm. Bad Batch is following, to me, feels like it's following the same path as um, Clone Wars. Season season one started a little slow, went great. Everything was solid. Season two really started to pull things in and, and make things a little tighter and then continued on. We're, we're seeing the same thing with, with Bad Batch. We don't know what the total bigger picture is with the Bad Batch. We, we got the tease in season seven of Clone Wars. We get the series. We we we're, we explore more of Order ninety nine or Order sixty six. Order ninety nine. Oh God. Uh, Order sixty six. Uh, we see how it affects the clones and then affects Clone Force ninety nine. Apparently, they were unique enough that the command didn't trigger their chips until something dramatic happened. Then records started to go. Well, Crosshair went. Crosshair seemed more susceptible to it than than the others and, and, and it kept the brainwashing kept after uh um whatchamacallit after uh after his chip was fried with his stuff so it's interesting how things are going mm-hmm. so sorry for hijacking my thoughts <laughs> that was my no, uh any other final thoughts uh nope actually can I make a quick plug sure check out this is actually Adjacent because um, everybody who likes uh, all of us who love Star Wars, there's a lot of other things we love. Like we talk about G.I. Joe and um, all these other things on here. Well, if you check out my wife and I started a new YouTube channel, it's the Fire Rose Media or it's at Fire Rose Media on YouTube. And I actually put up a video unboxing the we talk about the Black Series Star Wars figures. Uh Well, I unbox the um, G.I. Joe Classified Series, which is Hasbro's G.I. Joe version of the Black Series. But the Sergeant Slaughter action figure. Oh, very cool. I put it up last weekend on the channel. So anybody wants to check that out, I would really appreciate it. Well, while we're at it, uh, Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective. We have Weeby Geeks TV on, uh, I think you can find us at Weeby Geeks PC on YouTube uh, for Weeby Geeks. Yeah. Um, also, well, uh, the Red Flag Workshop. I'm going to have an unboxing for the package of um, patches and stickers that he sent us. So we can get a really good look at those on there coming up in the next week or two. And uh, I'm also going to have our Tascam Mixcast 4 review on there. I posted up uh, my pictures of my patches, uh, the ones he sent us and the ones I bought on our Wookie Radio Instagram. Cool. So uh, check those out as well. Um, hey, J7, where are you standing? Yeah, I got better things to do tonight than fry. Oh, okay. On that note, um, I think there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news?